why not uh, firearms training? Man, just firearms training is, is key. You know, guns are an excellent If you are required to fill out that 10-day form of your background check, you should also be required to attend a class or a course so you can obtain that firearm and that firearm. But we're going to follow these rules. My shout out to you this week is to Jason. My Steve? shout out to Adam. Like I said to Jason, I used to kind of this story just got awkward. Adam has a beard. It's sponsored by Trailboards and BoboSoul.com. I'm all about it, bro. Yeah, we all know it's not right. We all, we, we all want it. We all want change. We've been reacting rather than responding. You can say this, you can't say that. You can do this. Whoa, you better slow down. We're not going to stand for this. It's a frustrating endless circle. Because you hold a lot of fear around speaking our truth. Everybody, everybody should know that they can find the refined man at therefinedman.club or on Instagram at therefinedmanbarbershop. Never get it wrong, man. Never get it wrong. This is the law that you chose to uphold. Um, I really want to. I really want to talk about that. Yes, that guy's, you know, yeah. James Nasworth. Cool. All right, we're recording. To send money before you send anything, because that's what I, I know how it is. Yeah. You know, I know how it is. I was fucking in a band yeah. and touring and fucking playing music and. Right. You know. I want the stuff, but I want it autographed, and I can't get that through the site. You know what I mean? Right. Just tell me where to cash up the money, and I will. I'll, I'll buy four shirts. I got cousins that I want. I want my little cousins, my little teenage girls wearing wearing that shit, you know? Yep, yep. I, any of my buddies that play music, I'm like, yeah, dude, this is yep. this is uh, your uncle's buddies, and this is, you know? Mm-hmm. Fucking wear it, listen to it, get all your friends listening to it. Yeah. You know? I love you, Brandon. Hey, hey, bro. Oh, you <laughs> little cheeky monkey. How are we doing, guys? What's I'm up, nephew? Good. How you been? Dude, chilling. Dude, chilling, recording, doing all sorts of good stuff, dude. Ooh. I want to know what you're doing, dude. What are you doing so sneakily? <laughs> well, I just had to, like, download a bunch of stuff to get in here, but here I am. Um, what did I do? Uh... I'm finishing up a record for a client right now. I uh, just did that today. Yeah. So you're really, yeah. you're really into the mastering lately? Uh, I've been doing uh, mixing and mastering and stuff. But yeah. That's awesome. Nice. We what have you guys been sound, recording? We need a good sound engineer, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, there seems to be a shortage of those, uh, those, those fellers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, what have you been recording, my man? Just oh, this. just this, dude. Me and Jason teamed back up again, dude. It was like, well, what was this? When was it, Jason? Like uh, April, something like that. Yeah, yeah, something like that. The first round of uh, quarantine lockdown. We just, uh, I just came to Jason's like, dude, I got an idea, and he's like, okay, let's do it. So then we started recording, right? And he's like, oh, you want to do something different? And I was thinking, so we just went with it, and yeah. we just started. We sat down, started, started pulling in people that you know that uh, that I wanted to talk to, people that have. That I missed and people that I want to learn from and just you know recording and uh here we are. Hell yeah, bud. Well I'm glad to uh I'm glad you thought of me. We did. Oh dude, we if you if you, about the, just... if you go to the unsigned countdown, there's two new episodes and you are all over that shit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, awesome. Your name is sprinkled all throughout that, dude. I mean well, it's just like Well yeah. shit, here I am. Anything you want to ask, shoot. Dude, I dude, I everybody uh that i know is like asking you know sound engineer mixer this and that and and one we need to get a hold of you two where do i send people because like i am like uh facebook (laughs) (laughs) are you taking clients on i have been taking clients on because uh, i just buttoned up um production on uh i'm finishing a full length right now with it's been real uh we did the uh the full production we did that at uh black art sound in manchester really great nice. spot Ooh. and um and we did everything old school man like at black art sound they got a i think it's like a 1984 soundtrack cm 4400 like all analog mix console oh, jesus oh, old dude yeah eric, eric Sauter, the guy who owns it is uh he's like a really into the gear like 
the old school gear and he's just really knowledgeable guy and he he got a good deal on this board and he put some time into it and it, the thing just sounds so good and uh so we recorded the uh the drums through this board and uh mic'd everything else up and we're buttoning down the record right now and it just it sounds awesome was that like a learning curve for you to learn analog uh a little bit because it's like it, there are some restrictions but like you could also do you, you could it's not digital like i'm used to working with digital like in mm -hmm. the, the mixing and mastering and producing and stuff mm -hmm. like that but like working with analog is like uh you push analog and it pushes back a little bit you know like mm -hmm. digital it just kind of breaks up because it's just ones and zeros it's absolutes but analog it's uh you know, it's like uh, sitting on a full suitcase. You got to sit on it to kind of get it to zip shut sometimes, you know? <laughs> you know how it pushes that. back on you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah. it's like analog does that. So like when we were recording drums, you could lean on it a little bit, you know, and you kind of, you get that breakup and it's pleasing, you know? So, right. so that record's going to be done pretty soon. Um, but like as soon as that's done, I'm going to be booking other other gigs for post-production until uh everything kind of loosens up and travels all right did you guys hear about like there's like a massachusetts um is one of those states they're they're buttoning down like uh state to state travel oh, and now there's up. like a 500 dollar per infraction fine like oh, if, I, if i if i drive across the border to mass and i don't have like a negative covid test like i gotta pay like 500 bucks what Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Is, I, that be, is that because your state's doing good with the COVID or because it isn't? Well, I'm I'm not sure the restrictions on like my state, but it's just yeah. like, I, I was just reading that they were buttoning, buttoning down on it. Right. So, I mean, you can't really, I can't really book a band from Jersey right now to come yeah. up across state, state lines to New Hampshire. So wow. kind of puts a dampener on it. So it's, a, yeah, I've been aiming for more like post-production stuff. There you go. Hey, I'm in Florida. I can't go anywhere. I can't even leave my my apartment. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's getting. Oh, we just broke through with that. I mean, now we're we're going backwards. Yep. You mm -hmm. know, oh, Fuhrer Inslee. He's like, he's like, everybody's going to go ahead, and we're going to shut back down. Restaurants can suck it. No it's more like, bars. <laughs> no funerals. No weddings. Yeah. I no know. live Wedding. sound shows. Yeah. None, dude. dude I None of that. No, no concerts. Oh, dude, it's been such a long time. I think the last time I was into there was a band called Utterance from Washington here in Tacoma. And uh, old school friends of ours, and, uh, and they uh, put on a show. And I was like, oh, cool, this is the best. Yay, hooray. And then I went and seen, you know, the last local. Then I went and seen Ginger up at the El Corazon in Seattle. And Hell yeah. And that was it. Ooh. All she wrote. Man. Fuck, dude. Dude, Ginger killer. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of jealous. <laughs> i saw hailstorm this last summer and got my fucking face melted that's yeah, awesome dude that's killer it's so killer and then and now ginger and suicide silence were supposed to tour I had tickets <sighs> to go to house of blues and uh, <sighs> we're supposed to check them out dude and then boom can't go anywhere can't do anything shows canceled guess what the whole world is locked down but you know what yeah. have a nice day <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so i've been leaning into the more of the stuff that i can do at home yeah we were talking just, to a band meridian parkway and they were just saying they're just creating you know and i just think it's so cool like this might take a year but it, people are just creating so much shit in this time that the tours that happen after all this are going to be incredible you know mm -hmm. yeah and it's going to kick start like a new renaissance of uh yeah. you know what i mean it's like yep. everything in cycles man it's going to be the you get the cycle of compression and then there's a cycle of rarification it's like that's what's going to happen is you're going to, as a result, you're going to get so much more content. You're going to get so much more opportunity to see the content. Yeah. And then like people are going to be booking shows that people are going to be going to shows. It's going to be, it's going to be good. Yeah. I just hope they pace it. I don't want it all at once. I don't want my face <laughs> melted and I just want to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'll take a face melting. I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that all the bars that have been shut down for eight months, they want their face melted on yeah. Wednesdays and Thursdays. Yeah, and yeah, bet right. your ass people are going to go out, you know? That's 100%. Awesome. So how, how's the band doing? The band, yeah. we've My band's been kind of on hiatus for, 
I don't know, at least 18 months. All right. That I, Inari, right? Inari, yeah. We haven't really been playing. Um, we uh, had a bunch of material prepared right for release right before the hiatus, but we kind of – some stuff came up, and uh, yeah. we just kind of haven't done much yet. But hopefully some cool stuff soon. Love it. You still playing? Playing. Uh, we're, we're all rehearsed, but we haven't been able to play. Yeah. All right. But yeah, um, you're the vocals, right? You're the front man. Yeah, I do vocals. Yeah, Fuck yeah you and you're do. a fucking wizard at it too. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> shit, that's why I keep talking about you, man. It's like it's like you know, one we connected, two we when we uh, interviewed you, uh, when was it? A long time ago, anyway. Yeah. With uh, yeah, when yeah. I was a puppy. Yeah, <laughs> when you, you can, was a young pup. You can still find that episode on the Unsigned Countdown. It's all oh, unlocked yeah. and opened up. Uh, oh. Makes my heart tickle. Dude, sex in a Honda, bro. Dude, that was fun, man. I was in high school, man. Damn, cool? dude. Man, those were the days. Shit. That made you know? me ha- see. Adam had a had a brain injury, and so I've been kind of paying attention to him. And we were just sitting there, and somebody said, "What is that song? What was the band?" And and Adam was just like, "Anari, yeah, that sex in a Honda." And I was like, "Fuck!" He's but it was two different bands, band. though. <laughs> well, we we rebranded in like 2016. Right. Yeah. That's why, uh, that's why we had a hard time finding it. But yeah, that's fucking brings me back, man. Holy shit. That yeah, cool? that was, it was some brutal shit, dude. It was so good, too. And everybody who listened to it and I played it to were like, okay, so there's no way you talk to these guys. I'm like, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, we talked to them. And they're like, they were young cats, dude. And then, you know, we, we sat down, we had a whole episode and talked to them. They're like, no, there's no way. Right. <laughs> But you know what, man? I just kept preaching it. You know, I'm like, all right, that's cool. But you know what? And we'll, we'll get Brandon on here one day. And here we are. Here's okay. that one day. Here I am. Yeah, there's a – I'm not really sure if we want to go on the record and announce anything quite yet, but I'll keep you guys right in the loop on that, maybe sure. on another episode. But, um, sure. yeah. Yeah. Shit's been busy. <laughs> Hell yes, dude. I love that. We almost got him to leak. <laughs> Leaks. No. Oh. Damn. Leaks. Good. So what else is going on? What's going on around you? Um work, man. Yeah. Work. 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 Yeah, I um finishing up the It's Been Real record. Um just finished single for the Floors Embrace. Um and a double feature single for the long year out of Portland, Maine. We uh, we tracked that back when the world was open in February, and we just buttoned it down and finished it. Wow. Um, nice. Let me see. Uh, can I share like a link? Yeah. In here. Yeah, sure. Uh, let me find it. Hmm. Uh, a couple weeks up. ago, I did. Uh, um. There was a single done back in March that I did with Ghost Fame, and they just had it mastered by Jay Moss. Do you guys know who Jay Moss is? No, no, nope. But I'm excited yeah, he, that I'm he's about really, to. He he played uh, <laughs> played in Degrader, and he's produced like dozens and dozens of bands. He's really great, really great work. Awesome. Hell yeah, um, dude. What was the song? You got time. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it, man. You do. You find that thing, man. I'm just like, you know, I was always wondering what you were up to, man. I know that you were doing busy uh, producing stuff, and I imagine you're super concentrated on it while, you know, obviously no no music, no venues open, no nothing open. But oh, yeah. Just super focused, busy. really trying to stay on it. This is, I found the track for you. Oh, yeah. How do I, how do I share it? So this was produced. Um, we uh, did the recording. Um, and most of the mixing happened at Black Art Sound. Uh, again, it was like all live track drums, um, all live track guitars. We actually quad tracked the guitars. Oh, yes. Uh, you guys, like, who, who plays guitar? Me. Adam. Yeah, I know you play guitar, but what else do you play? Uh, bass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I just stringed instruments, really. And then, you know, um, I, I stumble through drums. I don't play drums at all, but I mean. Yeah, I can't fucking play drums. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we we used, I think it was a 5150 for one of the tracks 
left and right for the guitar. And then for another one of the tracks, left and right, we used uh, 5153. Ooh. It was like a wicked cool, wicked cool guitar kind of setup. And um, the boys used their own pedal boards. Hell yes. Um, how do I do it? Chat. There you go. They, uh, but they did a really good job. The, um, the drums, um, those were taken. I think this was a single take that we used. And aside from just a couple, like, like volume rides here and there, like it's a untouched, unedited drum performance. The kid fucking killed it. Like, like I've never seen like, yeah, you gotta, you gotta hear this. It's, um, that was a Christian Kumi. Um, with ghost fame oh yeah dude. he did a really good job with the drums i think he used um like a dw kit but it was fucking killer no life worth living oh yeah oh yes and this was uh mastered by jay moss Ooh. oh shit we're getting there Hell yeah, get there. Yeah, yeah, get. Oh, here we go. Fuck yeah. You hear that? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that's it. 
I love how haunting those guitars are sounding, dude. I love that. I I just love it. So I forgot to mention the uh, the lead guitars were done on the Blackheart sounds. Um, he's got a, uh, I think it's like a '73 Marshall head with like the matching cab from '73. Like they got matching serial numbers. It's like it was like fucking wicked cool. I said if we don't use this, man. <laughs> so we uh, we set it up and. Um, all the leads were played through the Marshall. So just to have a different kind of tone to the leads. I love the softness wow. of the drum, the bass. I just loved how soft that was. It was like a, it's like you covered the drum in felt or something. You know what I mean? Mm. I gorgeous. Like I used it to listen to a band gorgeous. called Thursday and it, sound, it sounded a lot like Thursday. I love that shit. It's like, yeah, oh, Thursday. Yeah, that's what it sounded like. I love that shit. Mm. Mm. Damn, dude. I miss the old recording of of analog man because I remember when we we recorded. Uh, this is this is a long time ago, probably oh one oh two when we recorded on analog anyway. And this guy had a, uh, um, fuck, what was his name? Bruce Bruce Whitcomb. Dude was fucking amazing. That's all he did was record. And he'd get baked and, oh man, come on in, let's record. And we sit there and record, and he'd tweak everything and. Boom. Yeah. you'd have it dialed in and that sound that old school analog sound which is so fucking sweet was butter dude it mm. was just unreal i love this track i love i love how how warm it sounds how haunting those oh, guitars man. sound dude it's just it's just wicked and you did the work on that uh i did the uh recorded it yeah. i produced and mixed it and then jason moss did the mastering on it okay Nice. Good job, sir. Good job. I agree. Hey, thanks, guys. I'm yeah, just glad that you're still you're you're around the music industry, man. You're much more in depth, and 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 I'm dude. I tell you this all the time, man. I'm so proud of you, dude. You're like, <laughs> dude, you just like you worked your ass off. You're climbing. You're doing shit, dude, and it's impressive. And you're still humble as shit, dude. You know what I'm saying? Thanks, buddy. Yeah, I'm, I'm really really trying, man. It's but it's it's fun, dude. It's rewarding in and of, in and of itself because like. Yep. The way I see it, I could bust my ass for like hours and hours and hours on a track like that. But at the end of the day, I can have that to show somebody or, or listen to that myself or that there it is. You know, I, I did that, you know, yeah. so it, it's really it's rewarding in and of itself to be able to do it. So that's what just keeps me at it. You know, there he oh, is yeah. produced mixed by Brandon Benson. I love it. Thanks, dude. dude. I mean, yeah. I always knew you were like a genius on more than just music, but you funnel it into the music, and I think that's what's outstanding. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. The, your patience and creativity come out, and it's it's unreal, dude. I'm I'm proud of you. I'm so fucking proud of you that you're, you know, you're doing this, and who knows what's gonna happen next? But man, I'm glad I'm glad to call you nephew. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Thanks, brother. <laughs> um, here. I want to sh I want to show you guys one more because this one was yeah. uh, this one was one that I was uh, really proud of, but it's a, a different kind of heavy, you know. It's um, love it. That other one was uh, Ghost Fame's like a post hardcore kind of band. Yeah. Let's see, let me find a. It's all right. I don't want to get rid of that. I don't want to. I want to keep that screen up though. <laughs> yeah. Well, <they're... laughs> well, yes, you do. Hell they're, yeah! They're... So we can toss out those links. I'm going to give you one more link because this track was one that I, uh, I I did the post-production on. I didn't record it. I just did the mix and the master on it. But um, the name of the band is Mudfuck, and they are a thrashy metalcore band. And th their music has a, a special, unique kind of charm that's, like, really unique to them, you know? So I wanted oh, to show yeah. you these guys, too. That's right up uh, the, the good Dr. Johan Widner. That's right <laughs> up his alley.
Remember that band, uh, Written in Stone? Sounds a lot like them. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> God damn, yeah. son. That's my, right up my alley. I love how fucking down-tuned everything sounds and mean, dude. Yeah, they Tell had about uh, those guys. Yeah, really, really filthy tones out of the box. They uh, and the it, all that is in the right hand. Like when they're playing it, they like the bass tone. That's all in the right hand, man. Mm-hmm. And it was like just a band with attitude, you know, God. attitude, man. Seriously, dude. Where are they from, though? Uh, Massachusetts. Okay. Uh, I don't want to quote a city because. No, that's fine. Yeah. Massachusetts is just one of those places where, like, so I, I've worked a lot of shows in New Hampshire, and whenever, like, if someone comes up from Massachusetts, <laughs> I'm like, so where are you guys from? They're like, we're from Amherst. Like, I'm supposed to know where that is. Right. Like, right. <laughs> I'm from yeah. Brockton. Like, like okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, Brockton. No shit. I remember Brockton. <laughs> yeah, we came up from Fall River. I'm like, I don't know where that is. I'm from New Hampshire. I don't know where that is. <laughs> so shout I'm out to Massachusetts. Say, I'm just gonna say Massachusetts. Shout out. Perfect. <laughs> I know where that's at. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's a it's a in general area. Yeah. Yeah, really talented kids though. That's awesome, dude. That is so awesome, man. We need to get you. We need to have more conversations with you, man. I mean, I know that our schedules are kind of, kind of shotgun and this and that, but dude, yeah. I'm glad that you uh, reached out to me and you're like, dude, we can do something now. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. sure. Yeah, right so, now, dude. I, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful for your time, dude. Really, I am, dude. Me too, totally. Yeah, and I, I appreciate you guys too. We should just do this every week, you know. We'll just throw dude, it up on the countdown feed. Fuck yeah. Hundred percent, dude. I really would love. Dude, it would, my goal now is to get you to talk with uh, my boys Tony and Tadpole from a band called Meridian Parkway, who I absolutely just fucking love. And you know me, dude. When I love music, I fucking go balls deep. You know, yeah, I actually like them. Yeah. And I'm not as much into metal as you guys, but I love the guys and I love the music, dude. And oh, they need they're... math. They needed someone to master their stuff. I think they're they're sending it out to have it done. Yeah. I'll have to talk to them. Fuck dude, yeah. you have to, dude. I w- I will send you the 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 details and talk to those boys right now. They're recording. They're recording. Uh, uh, their their singer is doing vocals right now, and I just fucking dude. I just like I I love them, dude. I yeah. just fucking love them. I talk to Tony, the guitar player, all the time, and uh, their sounds, their new stuff is just. I love their old old stuff because it was just you know I don't know how it connected or why it connected with it. Maybe it's much more spiritual level or what or with heaviness. But then uh, I reached out to him like, dude, I fucking dig you guys' tunes. Next thing you know, we're talking. The next thing you know, we're <laughs> we're recording a podcast with him. And I'm just like, fuck yes, dude. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I was like, dude, you need to get you need to get with my boy Brandon because he Man. will give you some pointers and then he will do this and that. And then you guys will be the hot shit. <laughs> yeah. So, so you didn't yeah. you didn't master this last one? You just I mean, did you master this one? Uh, I did so the last one we just listened to. I yeah. did the the mixing and mastering. Okay. Uh, I also did a lot of uh, production work on it. Like, uh, I'll be honest, and, I like this this production a lot better than the last one. You know what I mean? Just mm-hmm. personally, because the vocals sat more up, I could hear them better. That song. Yeah, and and this one, the vocal production was a uh, we took a a whole different approach with the first track. It was uh, the first track was kind of just right up the middle, but this mm-hmm. one was uh, there was a lot more layers going on. With this oh, track, yeah. lots of layers, lots of layers. Fuck yeah, oh, I love yeah. that. <laughs> but um, yeah, there's like, there's like two breakdowns in there. You know what I mean? I loved I what I loved about you guys was just the raw speed and like you guys like played to the end. But I like I like the little breakdowns to give you a breath. You know, it's kind of like you're drowned and you come up out of the water and suddenly you're slammed back down. I love that feeling in music. <laughs> you know? Yeah, yeah, some dynamics to put. You know, some push and pull right i love that i love the way you create music though i really do i love the the sounds that you bring and present and the what you work on and who you work with i love the styles i mean i was always really big into like um like lamb of god and chimera like when i was younger and like that's that's and bands before that like i i remember being like really really young and like having a corn poster like sticking up on the wall like yeah but yeah it's it's always 
always been into that stuff. You know, the real heavy, heavy stuff. I love that shit. Yeah, for sure, dude. Me, I always had Metallica pictures on my wall, dude. Metallica. Back before uh, fucking Black, the the Black album. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden, I was like, now I got introduced to the heavier stuff. And I I just went heavy. (laughs) The the opening riff of For Whom the Bell Tolls is that that's still to this day, like the heaviest fucking riff. Like, I, I don't care how heavy the riff is like that's that's what i compare it to like yeah it was pretty heavy dude you're right it is pretty fucking heavy (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking about okay we gotta listen to that now (laughs) (laughs) oh man dude so so what uh what else is new dude are are you are you done with school now or what um yeah i've been um I, i actually uh split with school um yeah just kind of stopped going one day (laughs) yeah um me too i went so so we were playing a show in uh at the bungalow in manchester one day and uh i just was talking with the promoter and he he booked a lot of shows and i said hey man you, you work a lot of shows like would you let me like mix for you and uh he said yeah let's see what you got so i i mixed a show for him and he's like yeah what do you what do you need what do you need to let us like have you mix these shows so oh, i ended man. up mixing like 450 fucking events for that guy and oh damn. we did a lot of big names a lot of big names and uh so but that was at like this small little club called the bungalow right and uh it it was like how do i describe the bungalow to you guys um i've seen pictures that you post up of the bungalow yeah, so it's like it's mm-hmm. maybe 200 square foot, like <laughs> including the stage. Like, <laughs> but we <laughs> that's how tiny. you learn your shit, right? That's how you, yeah, learn. but it's tiny. But we ended up packing in 16 kilowatts of fucking PA power, <laughs> <laughs> not to mention the guitars, not to mention the oh, yeah, not to mention yeah. any of that. No, not yeah. to mention four monitors to the stage, like it was loud at the bungalow so mm-hmm. so I, we would have shows at the bungalow um and i would i would be mixing and i'd just just working real hard for each band yeah trying to make them sound good and you know that's that's where i cut my teeth was in that room yeah yeah, yeah. that's but so like, cool but f- i did that 450 times and uh like every time i'd go to the bungalow i'd have to drive past like a big nightclub in town called the jewel and uh like they they got a beautiful system in there, beautiful live room. That's like a real like I I would drive past and be like, that's like the music venue, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I'd go to the bungalow. But um, that that guy who was mixing uh, pr- promoting really aggressively at the bungalow, he ended up uh, he's uh, booking shows at the Jewel now. So it's like all the heavy bands that I used to mix are playing the Jewel. So I, I went and I talked to a guy and. Uh, Tomorrow will be the first show that I'm going to be working at the Jewel. Oh, Hell yes! So hopefully, hopefully that'll go well. It's like going from a Honda to a Ferrari, huh? Sex in a Honda to sex in a Ferrari. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but like mixing live sound, it's it's totally different ballpark than mixing studio sound. Totally is, different. Is it how? Like you ever. You ever cook dinner by yourself, like, uh, and and it's like you you do all of it yourself, but there's no pressure, right? You're just gonna fucking if you right. have to, you could just like microwave some ramen or something, right? Right. <laughs> well, it's it's different than working like on a line in a busy restaurant, right? Yeah. Chaos. Yeah. So like that's how I would that's how I would compare live sound is like busy restaurant working on the line, and gotcha. then studio sound is like doing it in the kitchen. There's no pause to go out and get high and come back and reevaluate, and it's just on. Yeah, no, it's it's like it's go. It's like angry people looking at you. Why is the show behind? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever ever you had any of those moments where something glitches and you're like, oh fuck, you know? 
Uh, only a couple thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> Every show I've played is like, what the fuck happened to the sound? We went through some shit at the bungalow. If it rained too hard outside, it would, the stage would leak. <laughs> oh, no. uh, I had this, and because the place was wired up wrong, it, absolutely wrong <laughs> um like we, there were sometimes there were issues where we wouldn't get enough power so i had this every time i had bands come in with like hey we got this sweet lighting rig behind us it's gonna make us look wicked cool oh no i'm like ah, i know and they plug it in and uh they kick <laughs> everything on it's like you know are you ready yeah the lights kick up two three four then nothing's silence you hear you hear pop and then everything goes dark oh that is awesome and then you hear symbols just symbols oh dude (laughs) and like the breaker box is like downstairs but it's like i have to get through the fucking crowd to get to the door to jet downstairs damn man I used to go. Used to cool with the guys at the bungalow, or what? Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. The place right. is like it's probably not a music venue anymore. I don't think so. I think it's uh, the uh, the owners are trying to like make it a restaurant now. Oh, but, wow. but yeah, uh, all the people that were at the booking at the bungalow, playing at the bungalow, they're all playing at the Jewel now. So that's killer, dude. That's killer. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's it just is. everybody gets a step up a little bit, you know. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> running down to flip the breakers, <laughs> <laughs> tripping over but everybody. Like, but like the breaker box is in the back of the kitchen of the Dominican restaurant downstairs. Yeah. So like I'm, <laughs> I'm walking by, I'm like, "Como está usted?" Like, <laughs> con su permiso. Like, just like trying to look wicked, wicked respectful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh, dude. i remember the first the first uh interview adam and i did together was boy meets world and like two minutes into it we just the video from the youtube started playing and everybody was like what the fuck is going on and i was like fuck, i don't even know <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm going through my tabs hitting pause and finally i got it and we were like awesome yeah, that moment where your heart drops yeah yep, yep. so like i'd feel that like at every time like every show there's always fucking something you know right. so like i kind of developed uh one of my friends called the uh dad ears he's got dad ears you yeah, know yeah. he hears everything behind him he's just situationally aware yeah. and so i got like really in tune with that because like i'd be having a conversation with someone like yeah that how's it going it's going good but like i'm listening to the fucking band and i'm like yeah. hi-hat sounds like shit like kick drums too muddy like yeah. trying to talk to somebody but just always mixing, you know, subconsciously mixing. (laughs) Can you ever really get it perfect though? You know what I mean? Couldn't you just sit there the whole show and just adjust? Well, you, you could, you definitely could. But I mean, at the end of the day, like where everybody hears things differently. So what's perfect to me is might be completely different to you. So it's like, there comes a moment where it's good enough is like literally is good enough. Like if you, if I were to carve it up to be perfect for me, like Thank Adam's you. ears are completely different than yours are completely different than mine. Completely. You know? I agree. So it's like uh, what I perceive as harsh might be not harsh to you. Definitely. Right. Yeah. So I hate like the high end stuff, I like low, more low end. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, <laughs> like uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Dude, I, I'm, I'm uh I'm I'm so stoked, dude. I I want to I really really want to press you to see what's what's next, what music you're putting out. But you know, you already told us he can leak shit. I'm gonna try again. I I just want to know. I want to ask him about mixing. I love that shit. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, I I could. Okay, so Inari did technically release a single. um, Yes. (laughs) Back. Um. I bought the last one and still to this day is in heavy rotation. I remember I was coming down. I was on top of white pass. I was getting ready to mob down. I was three beers deep. I was just, that was just in the, uh, on the lift on the way up to the top of the mountain. Don't, don't follow my direction kids because yeah, fuck it. You know what? You live once do it. And so I'm like, I get up there, I throw my helmet on, I strap into the, my board and all of a sudden I hear those tones and I'm like, mm. 
oh fuck, dude, it's Inari, and right? rode the whole run down with nothing but you in my ears, and just it was killer, dude. It was absolutely fucking perfect, perfect fucking snowboard. And then, of course, it was you guys. It was Inari. It was a band out of Portland, Oregon called Hypothermia. Uh, there was a, there was another Hell couple yeah. of local bands in there, dude. It was so hypothermia. That would be that would be on point with uh, what you were doing. Oh, it yeah. was perfect. It was fucking <laughs> perfect. Hell yeah. Man. So um, that's the uh, that was the EP that came out in 2016. Right? Oh yeah. Yep. That was that was fun, man. We did that in uh, in the guitar player Jake's uh, living room. We did the whole fucking thing in the living room ourselves, yeah. Crazy, dude. It sounds so good. It sounded so killer. Um, we, was that 2016, really? I think it was 2016. Mm-hmm. Late 2016. Um, so we, back in March of last year, geez, has it been that long? <laughs> we, uh, put this single out and this was a single off of um an album that we've uh kind of been sitting on but uh we did release this track so i I am allowed to show you guys yes already i'm just sitting here watching the video and you guys are talking i was like wait a minute what See, see how perfect that is? I mean, imagine that in your ears, and you're going 200 miles down, 200 miles an hour down the, down, down the side of a mountain on a piece of wood. <laughs> could, you, could you ski to that? Yeah, I, I, I snowboarded. That's all I can tell you. Holy <laughs> That song shit. made me feel like I was constantly falling over. Like, I, just as I was about to fall on my face, the music would just hit me back up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> it just, like, silence, let me fall. Boom, hit me in the face, knock me oh, back up. Damn. That shit's awesome. It is so fucking beautiful, dude. It's so fucking perfect, dude. 
it it's is. amazing that some of the best vocalists that I know just do non-vocal work now. You know what I mean? You, Travis yeah. Nowak, some of these guys, they just don't even sing anymore. You know? And Dude, what's Travis up to? He was in the he was in the big fires, and now he's just I think he relocated and he's just working. He lost everything in the in the California fires last year. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, yep. it is. Oh man. We tried yeah. getting him on. He's just he's just busting his ass. Too busy now. Too busy. He's got to rebuild. I know. Who knows if he comes back, dude? You know he'll be back. Oh fuck! I hope so, dude. Be because mm. like I said, dude. Like I like we talked about before. It's it's Brandon. It's Travis. It's yeah. Al uh, Axel Beaumont. Yeah. These, you know, the future is right here, and you know it. It's amazing. It's fucking amazing. And I just, I'm, I'm super stoked. <laughs> you know what I mean? That fucking last track, though, dude. Oh, I'm so fucking floored. And I, I got goosebumps. Yeah. Listen, I don't know what they, what they call that condition. I don't know what it is. But when I hear music, dude, now, especially now, since my that fucking head injury, dude, like things like will be so much deeper, more clear, and much more moving in my fucking soul. Mm. You know what I mean? And that track is the shit, dude. How do you get the vocals like that to stand out like that, though? I don't hear anybody else that mixes vocals that well. Nope. Um, I mean, I know you know your vocals, so you know like what, what part of the music to carve out and shit, but doing it for other people, that's got to be tough because you got to know the music, you got to know them, you got to know, you know what I mean? Do you, t- do you tell them to tune a certain way so you can? You know what I mean? Well, usually when I'm mixing, I'll, I'll use like, kind of little tricks to kind of tuck everything in its own spot and uh but because like vocals are like in they they live in the mid-range so it's like that's such a busy place for the mix especially with like distorted guitars and everything blasting in your face like so like you gotta find a way to get them to poke out and sometimes it's uh for some bands it's easier than others but um yeah i i what I like to do is I like to uh, make sure that if if something if I want something to be heard like right straight through right. the mix, like I make sure to that it's right in the center, and uh, it's like I'll start with that first, and I'll just leave it there so that it's that's a, a focal point that I'm mixing around it, you know. Gotcha. I get what you're saying because I mean, like even in that song, there was a moment where it was just you singing, and you had to ha- you had to fit that in with you singing in the music you know what i mean and that, mm-hmm. that, oh where it cuts to silence with just the vocal right yeah. but you got to so, make sure that that matches with all the other vocals but still stands out on its own you know what i mean with integrity that's that, i just think it's it, it takes talent to do that shit you know what i mean yeah with, the, with with that whole section i was just trying to i was kind of thinking about being like uh how how it would affect like the end listener because like it definitely sounds different when you hear it like a hundred times while you're working on something right so like i what i what i would do is i would try to keep objectivity on it and i would just bring it to somebody that is has nothing to do with uh the the type of music so i'd like i'd call my my grandpa down and be like grandpa listen <laughs> listen to this he's like oh yeah that's that's good brandon that's good but <laughs> But I know he's he's not into the type of music. But if you can get impact on somebody with objectivity and that isn't necessarily familiar with it, hmm. someone that is familiar with it, you're you're gonna get that same impact, you know. That's totally so so I kinda like to to borrow and bug people, people that aren't necessarily into metal. I like to bug them about it because they're <laughs> fucking harsh with you. They don't they don't they won't hold back. I think it sounds like shit. I'm not into this. I don't like this at all. Like Right. <laughs> like go to your go go to your biggest like your buddy who loves country music and be like listen to this and tell me what sucks and oh they will give you a list. Like, oh shit! Yeah. I didn't even think of that. No <laughs> shit, yeah, that's sure. funny. <laughs> Just to keep objectivity on it, you know. And yeah, then totally. What? How do you how do you go from like headphone to like iPhone? You know what I mean? Because shit sounds like super bassy in my headphones but then i play it on my iphone and i'm like fuck you know what i mean (laughs) you just just gotta do the trip back out to the car like nine times like i do yeah right (laughs) (laughs) if it hits in the the car it hits everywhere so i mean 
Yeah. Oh, I know that walk. Oh, yeah. yeah, didn't you used yeah. to put your stuff on tape and then go out to the car and listen to it? Well, yeah. I, I I don't think that something was up with like Jake's cracked like jailbroken iPhone five, so <laughs> like, he couldn't put music on it. <laughs> so he would just print CDs and walk out to his car. Just... Yeah, that's fucking awesome go. though. So you got tons of CDs just laying around, right? Mm, no, I think we shot <laughs> them yeah, all. You probably tossed them or, <laughs> yeah, or threw them. Throw, throw them. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. And Brandon, you're all right. I like you. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. I'm stoked, man. I'm stoked for you. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah, and I'd love to uh, show you guys more stuff in the future. But Definitely. For, for now, we're kind of keeping a lot of it on lock. Yeah, dude. No I think we're anytime you want to come now. on, dude. Anytime you want to come on, talk with us, dude. Just come shoot the shit, shoot me a message. We'll, we'll yeah. organize something. We'll get you. We'll get you. We'll align our times and fucking make it happen. You know, oh, yeah. poor brother. I appreciate you. Oh, I was, yeah, was going to ask him to shout out some bands, but I think that's what we just did the entire show. <laughs> shout out <laughs> just bands. Um, hmm, bands. Hmm. Uh, Chelsea Green just released a new album. Saw that. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the uh, A Strain. Yep. Yep. Killer. Killer. Yep. That just that just came out. Yeah. Holy hell, that's heavy as shit too. Dude, yeah. I don't know how they keep writing so much music man i wouldn't be i can't i can't write that much music man that's like they did like two albums in 18 months yep that's nuts (laughs) well i mean i don't know what else they're doing right now but i mean holy shit like yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. some people are just like that though you know it's like i'm sure when you're mixing that you just don't want to stop at any point you know you just can't leave the shit you just and if you do, you just come back and you're like, nah, I, I know it's wrong now. I got to fucking fit. Some people are just obsessed that way until it's done, you know? Mm. I feel that. I totally feel that. Yeah. Dude, how many, how many days do you put go in between? So when you, when you mix and you finally think you got the perfect mix and everything, how many days do you step away from the project before you come back and give it a final listen? Uh, usually, I... I if if I'm stuck with it, man, I'll just listen and I'll listen and I'll tweak and I'll I'll twist and I, like, but at a certain point, it's you're you're either moving forward or you're it's done or you're just playing with extra shit and it's it's you're making it worse, you know. Right. So like I said earlier, because like everybody everybody's physiology is different and everybody's perception right. within that physiology is different. So it's like it, if it's good enough, it's that's done. You know what I mean? You can yeah. If you, if you get it to the point where, you know, it's, it's balanced, it's clear, it's impactful and it does what, what you need to, to the end listener, like then, it, then it's gotta be done, you know, yeah. cause you can sit there and twist it forever. But, um, exactly. So, I mean, like, I, I think that, and, and just looking into, um, what some of the big dogs, like, you know, Christopher Lord algae or like a uh, personal hero of mine would be like Andy Wallace. You know, he he's he hits mixes. He'll get he'll do maybe a third mix, like maybe three like passes on a song. Like he'll he'll hit, go back to it and edit it like maybe three times. Wow! But like he it's just keeping objectivity on it because because mm-hmm. if you if you hear it over and over again, you know it's like you you get used to it. You're, you you get used to hearing like the the little nuances of it become like imprinted in your brain, and then you then. Yeah, you're, there's no way that you can make it better, you know, because it yeah. sounds normal. Uh, it sounds, sounds right. Yeah. Suddenly, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's it's like you ever work like uh, doing cashiering, like, and then you hear that beep like all day, every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you hear it in your sleep. Yeah. Well, yeah. that shit hap- yeah. that shit happens to your brain if you listen to a mix a ten thousand times. I'll be mixing in my sleep. I'll be like in my sleep. Yeah. I'll be like, okay, kick drum sounds like shit. Yeah, exactly. Snares money as fuck. Like you know what I mean, but like, you know what I mean, like yeah. So there is definitely overthinking in in creative minds, you know. So what what I try to do is I try to get a a good demographic of people to listen to it first before I determine that it's done. And and once people start running out of shit to complain about, like like I'll run to somebody who like might not really be into metal at all just like hey, you listen to rap like what is what what stands out to that 
to your ear, you know, and, but mm-hmm. like, so, so that's what I'll do is like, and once, once I get the person that I know is like not into this type of music at all to tell me, yo, no, it sounds good. It sounds really good, but it's like, that's not what I'll listen to. Then I'll be happy with the mix, you know? I know what you're saying. Yeah. You know, because like, they're not going to listen to it by choice and they're not going to flatter you at all because they have no emotional connection to the music whatsoever. So they're just going to be like, ah, I don't like that. Yeah. So like if when that person is like, yeah, this sounds good. This sounds clear. Like that, then, then it's done. You know, that's what I, that's what I did to Adam. I would make a show and I would send it to him and he'd be like, uh and i'd be like all right and i'd send him another show and he'd be like "Ooh, sounds like butter let's go for that sound and finally yeah. we just got it right you know right yeah, yeah. trial know. and error yeah but i i used i used adam as an earpiece you know because i couldn't like you said after you listen to it for so long it's just like yep. man i hate that part but i don't want to fix it because it messes everything else up let me yep. see if he notices it you know <laughs> yeah exactly but, but i mean like you might have a different perception than anybody else so like yeah. and i would run into this like mixing shows like at the at the bungalow like i would mix a hardcore band for like 18 year old kids much different than I would mix like a Grateful Dead cover band playing to like a bunch of Q-tips like oh shit yeah because like <laughs> and, and I was reading into it and like when you're like as you age um like you lose that top end and everybody yeah. knows that oh yeah you just hear less sharp but you know what you also get a big peak right around between 3 and 4k you get a big upper mid-range peak where you get a, a lot more sensitive right there you lose the top end, but you get more sensitivity in that area. And that's why you get the stereotypical guy like, turn that music down. Cause it's like really present in three to 4k and he's mm-hmm. really sensitive right there. So like everybody's ear is different, completely yeah. different. So it's, there's only so much you could do to push the envelope. Like, so I don't think you can achieve a perfect mix. No, like, I, I don't, I don't think that you can maybe, yeah. maybe to yourself. Maybe to yourself, but I don't know yep. if you can achieve a perfect mix generally. Yeah, it's you know? just a smart guy that knows that, though. That's the thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you can never, being the creative guy that does that shit, it's never going to be perfect to you, but you have to present it as finished. You know what I mean? Yep. Right, exactly. How do, you, how do you sell that when you're just never going to believe in the finished product exactly? Well, I mean, you can believe in the finished product, but you can't, I mean, you're not going to, if you get too caught up on, achieving perfection i think that you're you're losing right focus to the goal of achieving a a memorable experience for your your end listener you know like that should be your goal is to leave an emotional impact on the on the consumer like but um if if you're just chasing a perfect mix and you're just you're just going to carve it up you know and it's it might sound it might what's perfect to you might sound like shit to someone else so you got to go by what feels good you know what feels good to people Mm-hmm. you just reassured yeah. me you just reassured me and made me feel better about myself thanks brandon <laughs> <laughs> I'm, happy. I'm happy i'm happy to do that for you, you did. But like yeah. like case in point like i i would mix shows at the bungalow where it's 40 degrees because the heat sucked <laughs> and uh it was dry as shit it would sound completely different than it would on a hot summer day with a bunch of humidity you know, it's just like we live, the, the universe is a twisting temperamental place. It's going to sound, your shit's going to sound different everywhere you go. Right. So it's like, you know, the, that's one of the things that I'd like to, like I like to do when I roll up to a venue is like, and I'm setting stuff up, I, I'd play like, uh, I'd play like a Metallica song that I know really well. And then I might play like a mix of mine just to see how it sounds on, oh, this is a sweet system. Oh, I want to try this mix on this new system. And like many a times I've been like, oh, there's like a lot of hundred Hertz in this mix. Like I got to carve that up, but like, like you could get caught up on that, but like, are is everybody else that's listening to your music getting caught up on that? Right. Right. You know, are they, because like you can only do so much. You can't, it's not going to be perfect in it for every room, for every situation, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Cause the audience is one group that isn't thinking about it, but then the band is overthinking it, you know? Yep. They want yeah. to be mad at you, and the audience is just happy to be there, and you know. Yeah. So I get it. You got three different audiences with the owner, and then you, you know, and the audience, <laughs> the band. Yeah. So you gotta just keep the the focus on that that end product yeah. for your listener. You know, that's that's kind of what I keep going back to. That's Not what to mention the drummer that focused. probably comes up and goes, "Hey, 
what the fuck you know <laughs> Dude, there's <laughs> every time hey thanks yeah. <laughs> and that's a, that's another thing that's more on the producing side of things when you get everything produced in a manner where everybody's like hey i feel good about myself and my contribution to this project nice yeah. like mm-hmm. that's and that's, awesome. that's like when you win the producing side of things like but like mixing is a different story like mixing is like sometimes you gotta move shit around for for just yep. necessity you know yeah yeah, hell but, yeah. Fuck, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. What do you think, Adam? Should we wrap up? Yeah, let's wrap her up, man. I want you to come back. I want you to come back. Dude, I'm telling you, just come back. Definitely, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll come back with something else to show you. Dude, 100%, man. We, I I uh, enjoy talking to you. I, I, I love seeing your posts. I love seeing you. You're doing well. I just, you know, it's good to hear that you're out there still. And, yeah, it is. You know, I'm. next time, hopefully, we'll have the boys from Meridian Parkway on here to talk to you and shoot the shit. Yeah. And, and uh, dude, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm proud of you. Hey, I appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you, too. Thanks for having me on, guys. I hope All right, man. Take care and, be, and stay in touch. Yeah, stay safe. Will do. Dude. Yes.